When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, if you want to listen to the full Burt Show every day, uninterrupted, we got no ads on that thing. All you have to do is become a bonus BS subscriber. That's bonus Burt Show. Find out more at thebirdshow.com slash bonus BS. The Burt Show. Kristen walks in studio this morning, clearly after a round trip <laughs> 24 hours in Turks and Caicos. It wow, was, look at that tan. It was beautiful. It really was. Um, those 24-hour trips, 10 out of 10 <laughs> recommend. I totally think you should do it. Um, no, Kaylee's wife, Erin, came over to my house yesterday and spray tanned oh. my butt in the kitchen. Um, Coco Bella tanning, ding, because we have pride this weekend and I'm not going to be pale around all my gay friends. <laughs> yeah, I, I, we are going to have to talk about this. There's way more pressure for this weekend as a as a straight person than there is in any other weekend. Um, having to impress gay people, there's just too much stress involved. <laughs> like between you getting your tan there, I'm hitting the gym hard the last week because I know the costume I have, I'm showing pretty much chest and stomach and that's all I've done all week. Forget okay. forget anything else. No legs, just all chest, all all abs. Okay, let, let's be honest here. Put our vanity aside. The, the, the important thing this weekend is to support our LGBTQ community and be good allies and um, it's all about inclusivity and acceptance and love. That's what's important. But right below that <laughs> is abs and spray tans and getting my nails did so they match my Barbie outfit. <laughs> I mean, the level of pressure isn't even close. If I was going to a Halloween party with a bunch of straight people, I wouldn't have thought twice about it. But because, like Kristen said, we are going out and supporting Pride, all I've worked on are two body parts this entire week. This is why I my, have no other body. My entire life, I've been building up to this moment by going in the opposite direction because I am a teddy bear. So everyone's going to want to squish me and squeeze me and snuggle. All right. So, Bert, we have to talk about this text exchange that happened this morning. I'm it's sorry. Been a morning. That hey, you, okay. You're telling me um, that so, I have. Ju I'm just now aware of. All right. So just to be clear, I'm not in studio this morning. I'm visiting a friend in Florida, so I'm doing the show from her house. So I have no. I, I could feel the chaos in studio as uh -huh. I was trying to set up from here, but I did not exactly know what happened, and it seemed to center around Abby. Sprinting like an Olympic sprinter yes. into studio six <laughs> seconds before we went on the air. All right, so I am going to dramatically read <laughs> the text exchange, and then I'm going to let Abby take it and explain what the hell happened okay. this morning, okay? okay? Abby, um, my car was stolen last night. Can someone take me to work? Rebecca, what? <laughs> Abby, is anyone on the road, LOL? Cassie, I am. Send me your address. She sends said address. Cassie, on my way. Cassie, be there in 10. Abby, okay, I found my car, but I'm going to be late. Never mind. Thank you, Cassie. Cassie, yay, glad you found it. Abby, 
Just kidding. Trapped in my parking garage. Just kidding. I'm out. Abby, okay, I'm on my way. What a frantic morning. What happened? So, yeah. so... So well, evidently somebody stole her car and moved it. <laughs> <laughs> and it was me. So I, I live in this uh, apartment complex where there's seven levels for a parking garage. And I live on the top level. So I always park in the exact same spot every single day. So when I walk outside to go to work, per usual, I'm expecting to see my car in the exact same spot. And literally my, my mind goes, somebody has stolen my car. And then I'm like, well, maybe it's, it got Maybe they didn't see my decal. So now I'm freaking out because I'm like, I got 10 minutes to get in the studio or, you know, y'all will have nothing for entertainment buzz. So I'm texting. I'm like, can someone take me to work? I can deal with the fact that someone stole my car later. And so um, Cassie, Cassie was kind enough to offer to take me to work. So I take the elevator down to the first floor and then I see my car right where I left it uh, in front of the mail room uh, door, which yeah. what, what I didn't leave totally scot-free because it was in the, the wheelchair parking spot, but I normally only park there for about oh, 30 no. seconds to get my package, and then I go oh, back no. up to my apartment. The problem uh -oh. was stupid me, I guess, decided to get my, <gasps> my packages and go straight up to my apartment yesterday, so my car has just been sitting outside the mail room for the last 12 hours, and now I have a $55 yeah. ticket. You're lucky. Okay, wait a second. It was 12 hours 12 hours in the handicap spot? Yeah, so now I'm an a-hole and oh, I have to pay money. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, you should have to. Yeah, I know, I deserve it. I can't even be mad. They could have towed it and they could have fined me $250, so really I should be happy. All right, so it was just a brain fart. You meant to grab your packages and park your car in the usual spot, but you didn't. And now you got a ticket, rightfully so, for parking in a handicap space. Correct. Um, and you just completely forgot and you wake up and you go to your spot and it's not there and you just have this whole panic that somebody stole your car. Because again, worst case scenario land, yep. in my mind, I'm like, I, there would be no other reason for my car to not be in this parking garage other than somebody took it. But that's why, remember we were talking about OCD a couple weeks ago? That's why I have such bad OCD because I know stupid me is going to do something like this. Mm. So sometimes you got to be hyper vigilant and make sure you parked your car where you said you were going to park, park your car. And you don't know this, but the worst part of it is your apartment complex ran a promotion yesterday and they were trying to get handicapped people to the apartment complex <laughs> to be clients. And they got there and there were no parking spots available. So it was a major fail. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm the reason they've lost business. So they're probably going to charge me about $400 more in rent next year. Yay me. And how did you get locked into your garage? Oh, that's the other thing. So it really was worst case scenario this morning. So I go on walks every single night uh, around the park near my apartment and and um, I, you can detach your apartment badge to buzz you into the building. So I usually take it off so I don't have to take my keys and like jingle them around while I'm on the walk. So I had taken it off for my walk last night and didn't reattach it to my big keys. So not only so not only did I think my car got stolen, I thought now I'm going to have to sit in this parking garage until the police get here. Kaylee hey, just brought up something why all of this is happening. Why? It's Friday the 13th. Oh, my gosh. My You're so right. My computer wouldn't start this morning. Like, for the first five minutes, it was just a black screen, and I'm, like, tapping the power it's button. It's Friday the 13th. And then, my, and then my car wouldn't start. I have one of those keyless entry ones. It was like, key not detected. I'm like, but you let me yes. in the car. If you know a guy named Jason, I would not talk to him. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, I'm going to a hockey game later. Anyone else want to come? No. No. <laughs> it's the perfect storm of abbiness first thing in the morning. It's okay. the worst. Don't they oh, know you're I here. Yeah. Don't they know I have the Taylor Swift movie I have to go to tonight? I got to be in a good mood. <laughs> the Burt Show.
time to get buzzed on the hot goss from Hollywood with Abby. It's the Burt Show's entertainment buzz. So the Kansas City Chiefs decided to play a game while Taylor Swift was there. <laughs> that was so kind of them. Right? I mean, we love it when our queen is entertained. So the fact that they put on this entire show just for her and then showed her on the screen having fun, it was great. So I was watching the game last night, and I am telling you, anytime Travis Kelsey was near the football, they would show close shots of Taylor and uh, Kel- the Kelsey's mom in that um, suite every single time, every movement. Did I misread, or didn't somebody from the NFL, like somebody important from the NFL, say they were going to dial back the Taylor Swift coverage? Apparently, this is their version of dialing back. Okay. Every time. It's a slow wean, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, so she was at the game last night, and I was watching one of the broadcasts, and one of the announcers was like, yeah, don't play a drinking game every time we show her on the screen. Don't (laughs) take a drink. That's great. (laughs) And I didn't see, she didn't have any, like, celebrity friends with her this time, right? No, she was just sitting with Mama Kelsey, but there was a very special meaning behind her outfit. So I was on Dumois last night and I was reading some of the fun things that Travis has done for her, you know, in their early courtship days. And apparently he shut down an entire store specifically to go shopping for Chiefs gear for her. And he bought her this Kansas City Chiefs windbreaker that was designed by Aaron Andrews, mm-hmm. which is very a very special nod because Aaron gave him kind of, he she kind of vouched for him publicly on her podcast being like, hey, like you should date this girl and or you should date this guy and she was into it. Yeah, so I follow Aaron Andrews on social media and I saw she did a collaboration with her brand because she does sports apparel for women, right? Like stuff that's actually cute. And when she she posted the video of Taylor walking into the stadium wearing, you know, um, some of her stuff, to say she was elated would be putting it mildly. Like that's no some of the doubt. That's some of the best PR you can get for your brand ever if Taylor uh-huh. Swift is wearing it. Because everything she's worn sells out. Yes. Yeah. So it was so nice of Travis to do that. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking about how his jersey sales were up four hundred percent two uh, weeks ago. Did you see the one uh, Swifty that misspelled his name Aww. on the back of a mix? <laughs> Spelled like K E L S E Y. Yes, totally messed it up. But his jersey um, is being sold at a clip of like they've never seen before in the NFL. And when she puts shorts on, denim shorts are being sold out that she wears to the games also. But I think it's really interesting that that sportscaster made a joke about it because I think everybody within the sports world, the sports community, is kind of over it except the NFL. <laughs> and the networks know. The networks know that they need her on that screen, but all the players and everybody else over it. Yeah, well, it's just like Mama Kelsey said, they're laughing all the way to the bank. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they can yeah. they can say that they're going to dial it back, but at the end of the day, last night I was on Twitter scrolling for clips to see how Taylor was reacting when Kelsey got the ball. <laughs> but if you're being honest with yourself, mm-hmm. Abby, because this has started so publicly and is in everybody's face and I mean, it's there's there's calculations, like there's there's calculated moves being made here. Do you see any longevity with a relationship that starts like that? I totally do. Okay. Well, because so I was a little bit nervous, honestly, looking at it because it reminds me of her relationship with Tom Hiddleston. Uh, She got in this relationship with Tom Hiddleston right after she broke up with her long-term boyfriend, Calvin Harris. And she famously says in one of her songs on Reputation, if he drops my name, then I owe him nothing. Uh, that's why she broke up with him because he started talking about her in interviews. So I'm interested to see how this plays out. Yeah. I do want to make this confession as I was watching the game last night, right? The first time they showed her face in that suite, I was excited. <laughs> I was like, oh! 
watch, it's like you're watching like a love story play out. You know what I mean? Like those, those first three months of dating, it's kind of like we all get to experience that on the highest level through them. And I kid you not, I specifically opened up social media last night. <laughs> To see if she was at the yeah, game. Y'all are, uh, everyone's like, stop showing her. It's so annoying. We're all so invested because we Americans love football and they love love. Well, here's here's my problem also. And again, I will confess that no man my age should be excited when Taylor Swift comes on the screen in a dating situation. I beg to differ. My fear is that we also in America love to build people up in order mm. to break them down. So mm. I think that the fear here is that there's so much of this talk that the saturation point is coming really, really quickly before people hope they break up just to see them fall. Uh, I, I can see that, too. But I really do think as the excitement dies off and this becomes more normal, because right now this is still really new. Like, it's still fun to see Taylor Swift at a football football show a football game <laughs> <laughs> a football game because it's, oh it's not something that we see all the time and I think honestly once we start seeing them together in other outlets like we get paparazzi photos of them walking around I think we're going to care less about seeing her at the Chiefs game and want to see more of them out and about Bert did you see Taylor Swift at the football show last night the Chiefs we show really, was really good we could not have found a better example of a Swifty just now getting into football than Adam <laughs> She is representing millions of young women now in this country. Doja Cat said there's a reason why she decided to shave her head and go totally bald. I'll tell you why on your next Eva's on The Bird Show. The Bird Show. So does it freak you guys out even a little bit that today is Friday the 13th? Well, now it is. Well, after the way Abby's day started, yes. Maybe just a week. Yeah, right. And in October, like nonetheless. A- I think that adds to it. Mm. Are you guys superstitious that way? Just a little stitious. I was born on Friday the 13th, so... No. Yeah, well, you turned me around to it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, I'm reading right here that about 17 to 20 million Americans have such a bad fear of Friday the 13th that um, a whole bunch of them are planning on calling in sick today. Like it's going to change the U.S. economy for a day. Really? Wow. Yeah. You lose an estimated eight to nine hundred million dollars every time that there is a Friday the 13th because so many people call in. They just want to sit in the house, I guess. Yeah, had Tommy not mentioned it, it never even went across my mind. Mm-mm. Didn't Same even think here. about it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, our producer Amber here maybe has been secretly hiding this, but no, <laughs> no, 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 no. We find everything because the internet is your permanent report card. Well, so Bert, you were out when we learned that Amber, you're calling yourself a, a what kind of celebrity? A celebrity. You know. <laughs> Because she's a La Dollar Bean and whatnot. Uh-huh. But yeah, she was featured on a web series and we talked about it. I'm going to let her catch you up. But then I gave her a homework assignment. I'm like, oh, no, no. Like like we did with Mikey and his rap career oh, and God. exposed that. We're going to expose some of your work on this web series. Well, the bar is set so low compared to Mikey's thing <laughs> that there's no way that they, this could be worse than that. All right, Tommy, get it ready to go. We will play one of Mikey's songs oh. right before we play one of Amber. <laughs> clips from her web series and I think that'll be a lovely cleansing palette. <laughs> is this a, a former web series or is this a current web series? Former. This is like, okay. for me, it was like 11, 12 years ago, something like that. It's been a minute. 
And tell them the premise again. So it's called uh, Between Women, and it's a lesbian web series, and it was on YouTube back in the day. And um, it's just like one of those black lesbian things. And the best part about it is that because it is a technically a black lesbian show, it was something that many of us kind of just grasped onto, like finally something about us, you know. So, mm-hmm. and that's what it was. So Kristen gave me some homework, and she was like, "Hey, you got to find some clips." with this, so that's what we did. Now, to go ahead and explain, too, a little bit about your character oh. and who you were, like, channeling as, and, like, her name, what she did, and just a little <clears throat> bit about her. So, the character I played um, was Sunny Walker. I was one of the main characters. There was, like, five or six of us. And uh, my, I was, like, a baby lesbian, just out trying to figure out how to how to behave, how to act, how to wear clothes, what, how, what makes me comfortable in my own skin being newly out. And uh, it wasn't very hard to to play that character because almost every lesbian at some point has gone through that venture. <laughs> okay. And you said it's not a current series anymore. So what was the unfortunate demise of the web series? Um, I remember after the second season, I re- the, actually, yeah, the second season, um, one of our producers was in a really bad car accident. And so at first we weren't going to bring it back. And then I was like, well, I'm going to move to Los Angeles and chase my dreams. Ended up back here 10 years later and finally caught one with you guys. <laughs> so everything happens for a reason. Okay. <laughs> they did gotcha. season right. three without me. So. <laughs> okay. All right. So go ahead and set up um, this first clip. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and let Tommy just choose whatever clip that he wants to do. I think there's like two or three clips. I kind of want to be surprised. But these clips are very creepy. Uh, not creepy, but uh, cringy. For me. Cringy for you. So you don't like watching yourself? No. So if you had to grade yourself, like if you were an acting teacher and you're watching this, what grade would you give your acting? Oh, my God. And all of these clips, because this is like the first season, my first like major, major role. uh, I would probably give myself a C. Okay. This this is so unfair, too, because even if we play like clips from current TV shows, when you play them on the radio, they just sound cringy because you don't have the visual. So you're already working against it here. All right. So we'll give you a little grace. Yes. All right. And we're going to help you out here. So, Tommy, go ahead and play one of Mikey's SoundCloud rap songs. Oh, thank you. How many rices in a bowl of rice? How many rices in a bowl of rice? Less than one million, so cut the price. It's almost like a contraceptive device. All right. We're good. Thank you. <laughs> the undefeated classic. All right. And, Tommy, which, uh, which clip of Amazon? Ambers, are you going to play first? This is uh, Miller, uh, I guess. Blocking me. Yes. Blocking me from okay. finding another There's a word woman. I can't say yes. that's described. Yes. That starts with a T that would be a nickname for a a woman's anatomy that a man does not have. Got it. <laughs> that Hi. rhymes with Excuse me. Um, have you seen a cat wandering around here? No. You lost your cat at the park? Yeah, I lost my cat at the park. Well, no, I have not seen a cat at the park. Oh. Um, are you gay? Excuse me? I, I, I just want to know. <sighs> Don't go anywhere, okay? Hello? Sunny, what's up? So do you think maybe I can get your number and I can call you? After I found my cat. Cat? What cat? Wait, don't go anywhere. Wait, um, you know, you have such a beautiful smile. What are you talking about? Miller, will you just hold on for a second? Miller? Is that Miller Harris? Yeah, why, you know her? Yeah, can I talk to her for a second? <laughs> hey, Miller, it's Jean. Jean with the Cocker Spaniel? Yeah, that Jean. Look, you should give me a call sometime. Don't forget to call me. Bye. Man, forget you, Miller. 
What? What'd I do? I was trying to talk to that girl. Who, Jean? Yeah, I, I never got her name thanks to you. Um, okay. I'm, uh, I'm utterly, utterly astonished that it lasted two seasons. It's <laughs> impressive when you think Three about it. Seasons. Three seasons. Three seasons. Were there only were there only two shows per season? I th- remember when I told you that when we, when lesbians, especially black lesbians, we see something that involves us, no matter how good or bad or mm-hmm. medium it is, we're going to grasp on top of our lives. You know? So this isn't an accurate, this is not an accurate depiction of the lesbian lifestyle where you see somebody immediately and ask if they're gay. Are you gay? Oh, no, no, that happens. <laughs> we have to check. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now, What's so, the next clip, Tommy? Clip number two is Sunny Wants Juice. And remember, <laughs> Amber is Sunny. Sunny Wants Juice. Juice, okay. Miller! Miller! She's ringing a bell. Sunny! Wait, what is your problem? Why do you keep calling me like that? Can you have it's like, are you serious? It's like right there. You call me here to get that? No, that's Sonny, not. It's right here. That's not why I call. Just hand it to me. You know what? You better be glad you're my homie. I'm not coming back in here for nothing this simple. Wait, wait. Look, I need you to give me a straw and some juice with half Man, ice cubes. Get a piece of ice and a whole piece of ice. Look, I don't want my juice to get watery. Okay, Thank you. Sorry, look at that. Attitude, you asked me to come here because you know I can't take care of myself. Anything else I can get for you? Madam Sunny. If you could please get me the straw and the ice cubes and a whole piece and a half piece. This is the last time I'm coming in here. Okay. <laughs> that was better. Um, I- I would not be waiting for a call from Jordan Peele, but that's me. <laughs> Again, this is like 11 years ago. It's gotten my acting, I swear, has gotten better. <laughs> do, do we want to do a third or do we pretty much get what we, yeah, we get it. <laughs> it's up to Amber. <laughs> I mean, I'd rather just go ahead and knock it out now so we never have to do this again. Okay. Okay. All right. This is Sonny gets Miller to wear a dress. Oh, yeah. That's my phone. My phone ringing. Hello? Hey, Mom. Mom, she gave me some juice. They're taking good care of me. Wait, you're coming back now? No, you don't need to do that because... Oh, yeah. Thanks, Mom. Miller! I do have neighbors. Why are you always yelling so loud? What? Okay, I need you to do me a favor. What? My what? mom is on her way over here, okay? And she doesn't know that you're gay, so... Okay, what did that do with me? You're not exactly looking like a femme here. Oh, hell no. Nah. Please? I'm not doing it. Come, Can't please. do it. You know the last time I wore a dress? Well, like five, six, seven, eight. I'm doing it, Sonny. I'm not doing it. Y'all is not about mm-hmm. to play me right now. Well, no, Sonny. You know how my mom is, please. I, I don't care how your Winnie. mom is. Please. I can't be that. Fine, fine. But you know what? If y'all tell anybody, that's your asses. That's your asses? <laughs> <laughs> I should explain. So if you are a masculine lesbian or a stud, then we, I guess I'm kind of in there. We don't like to wear dresses. We got out of that once we became adults. Our parents are always trying to kind of make us more feminine. And so that's where the annoyance of that comes from. Mm. I haven't worn a dress in a while either. I'll be doing it on Sunday, but that's just for the parade. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know pride is all inclusive, but after hearing that, the gay community might tell you to stay away. Yeah, they might. They might. It is the I'm not a huge fan of spicy foods, but I do like a bit of spice in other areas of my life. Reality TV fights make it spicy. My margaritas make them 
very spicy. And when it comes to the spice cabinet you keep beside your bed, you got to have a wide variety of spices to keep things heated up. If you've been looking for some more flavor to add to your life behind closed doors, Adam and Eve can help you bring the heat with some fun new items to turn up the temp between you and someone else. Or if it's a single girl summer, there's plenty of options for those of you riding solo this year. Adam and Eve is offering 50% off just about any item and they'll include free shipping and rush processing so you can spice things up ASAP. And you don't got to worry about your neighbors noticing your delivery. Adam and Eve ships things out in discreet packaging. So you and Deborah down the street don't have to make awkward eye contact when you get your mail. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item and select just enter offer code Abby at checkout. That's A-B-B-Y at adamandeve.com. This exclusive offer is specific to this podcast. So be sure to use code Abby to get your discount code Abby. The Burt Show. I can't even imagine the feeling once you realize like, A, your dog is gone, your puppy is gone, and then you start to put the clues together that maybe it was one of your former neighbors that stole your dog. Oh, they're going to be some fist flying. Uh, Abby's got the email. About a year ago, I got the sweetest little black lab puppy. I named him Max, and he quickly became the light of my life. Max was so sweet, so playful, and so cute. My old neighbor's daughter used to come over and play with him almost daily. Around this time, my neighbors were in the process of moving. Coincidentally, the day my neighbors moved, Max suddenly disappeared. I was devastated. I searched high and low, put up posters, and had the entire neighborhood looking for him. I couldn't find any trace of my sweet pup. I work from home, so I had so I used to leave the back door open for Max to come in and out on his own while I was on work calls. When I went to find Max, I couldn't find him, and I saw that the gate to my yard was open. So it's been a year, and there have been no signs of Max. Then a few days ago, my old neighbor posted a story on Instagram. In the background of the photo, I saw a dog that looked just like Max, a black lab of the same size he would be now. My heart skipped a beat, and I couldn't shake the feeling that it was him. Now I'm convinced that my old neighbors might have taken Max with them when they moved, possibly because their daughter loved him so much. But I don't have concrete proof. What should I do? Can I accuse them of stealing Max based on this video alone? How can I gather evidence to find out if this dog is really him? I don't want to make false accusations, but my gut tells me that something just isn't right. Thank you all in advance. Meredith. All right, I'm going to take a deep breath before I lose right. my ass. Yeah. Right? Um, as a person who has currently has three dogs and couldn't fathom somebody doing this, because um, they are your fur babies, and I am just, I am livid for you if this is indeed the case. So, no, you cannot accuse them of stealing Max based on this video alone. Maybe she loved the little dog so much that when they moved, they got one like it, so she could get used, you know, used to her new home or get more comfortable, whatever. But what I would do, Meredith, if I was in your shoes, I would drive my ass over to that house, no matter how far it is, and I would go and I would knock on the door, and or if the dog's outside, I would go to the fence and say, Max, and if he turned, because he's going to remember you, right? He will remember you. Or if you go to the door and you answer and the dog is excited to see you, I would be like, you stole my damn dog. Mm-hmm. I, I'm living so for now, them, too. If, 
Yeah, if we were talking about a kid, obviously you would call the police immediately. But I am really, really curious in a case like this, legally, what can you even do, man? I mean, it's not like you can call 911 on something like this, right? I mean, they would hang up on you. But does anybody have any ideas of what you can do based on a hunch like this? One eight five five Bircha. I don't think I don't see any issue with you calling the law and letting them know. Be like, I think somebody stole my dog, and this is where I think they are. And you could have the police go over there with you if that's the route you want to take because that is stolen property. I'm hoping you have the dog microchipped and that would be the easiest way. Be like, all right, if if you didn't steal the dog, let's go to a vet or let's go to a shelter and we can scan the chip and we can see whose dog it is. Well, we got to assume it's not because then there would be no email. So let's assume that it's not. So what do you do in a case like this? No, if you, if you, it can't be proven. It was a year ago. The dog doesn't look like it did a year ago. I, I, I'm thinking if you call 911, they're going to probably go, uh, you're, you're kind of screwed here. Well, you're not um, calling 911. Don't call the emergency line because this is not technically an emergency. You would like look up the local authorities. Whatever. <laughs> Any. Yeah, any authority is probably going to go, you know how many things I've got on my to-do list today? So you want me to go over to a former neighbor's house and see if this is your dog when there's going to be... At- you're cutting out, Bert. I think we got you back, though. Yeah, we got you back. Yeah, I, I just don't think that there, I don't know how it can be proven. I don't even know what the first step would be. Um, you go yeah, to the house, guess- you go to the house and you're like, hey, Max. And if the dog recognizes you and comes to you and answers to Max, that is your dog. But even if you show up and you say like, oh, look, he recognizes me, the family could just go, well, that's not Max. Maybe he's just he's just coming up and saying hi. Y'all need to watch. I can't remember if it was Judge Joe Brown, if it was Judge Judy. I don't remember. But this was a debate about a man and a woman and a dog. And they let the dog into the um, let the dog into the courtroom, immediately ran to the guy, was all over him, loving him. And they were like, the dog is yours. Like it was like this was a year this was a year ago. The dog was a puppy is what she's saying. So now you've got a year. Is that dog going to have the same enthusiasm? Because now the family member is the one that's been hanging out with them for the last year. I think I think the dog will remember. I really do. Huh. Mm-hmm. No we calls, got, we got, Tommy, on any kind of direction I go? Yeah, we do. All right, go ahead and we'll take um, one. Hey, Jordan, welcome to the Burt Show. What would you do? Hey, how are you? So I would, I would take your advice. I was going to say the exact same thing that you said. I will go over there, see if the dog can recognize me and then I will call the cops because that's enough proof right there. Yep. That happened to my cousin and he lives in Georgia and when the dog recognized him he was able to call the cops they took him to the vet and the chip hopefully she has some chips if not then she's going to have to go a different route but that is enough proof for them to come over and take the dog to at least go get checked to see if it has the chip under her name. So your cousin actually went through this? Yes. Yes. My cousin Miguel. He went through it and he went over to his old neighbor's house. He had a pit bull puppy and Miguel had a microchip. And when uh, the neighbor moved, the dog disappeared. He was like, what the freak? But he was neighbors with the kid. So the kid will go bragging about his new pit bull puppy. So Miguel was like, yo, wait a minute. Yeah. Like y'all moved, now y'all got a pit bull puppy? Like that's kind of weird. So yep. Miguel went over there and, and was like, yo, uh, Thor, come here, come here. And the dog came over. Yep. Like it was like six, seven months later. And the dog came over, and then he called the cops, and the cops were like, yo, you sure this is your dog? He's like, yeah, look, Thor, Thor. And the dog would come wagging his tail like he'd seen, like, hasn't seen him in forever, you know? And uh, they took him to the vet, scanned the chip, bam, it was his dog. He took him. They charged the people for uh, thefts or something like that. Uh-huh. 
and then we charge him with a uh, like an animal cruelty something uh, as well. Uh, and they got like four tickets from it, so yeah. Yes, yeah, so I guess that's the only thing that they can do is take your guys' advice uh, and the caller's advice also and just go on over there and see if that it actually works. Now, the owners might not even give her access to the dog when she shows up at the house to even do your test. You don't, you don't have any idea. Well, normally if you knock on a door, ring a doorbell, a dog's going to bark and they're going to be right there at the mm-hmm. door. So fingers right. crossed. It works like the universe works to your advantage and allows you to get in the vicinity of Max to prove that Max is yours. Yes. If, if life was a Netflix movie, it would work out perfectly this way. So <laughs> we'll see. This is more right, of a we'll Hallmark movie, but yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll get an update on Monday. Get it. The Bird Show. Is it a huge red flag or is it really romantic? Like when you go out with somebody one time and you know, when you know, you know, uh, and he wants to be exclusive after their very first date. So we will get her on here in just a couple of seconds. But first, let's remind you guys going into the weekend because we don't have too many weekends left to tell you guys about the uh, RBM of Alpharetta raffle for Bert's Big Adventure. So what does that mean? It means you can get yourself into a brand new Mercedes Benz for listen to this. $100 and all that money goes to Burt's Big Adventure. Yeah, if you don't know, Burt's Big Adventure, our nonprofit where we take kids with chronic and terminal illness down to Disney World and it's grown into so much more than that. It's a beautiful community that's been built over 20 years. It's our 20th anniversary. Um, so you can enter for a chance at Burt'sBigAdventure.org and for $100, you could drive off with a 2023 Mercedes-Benz GLA 250 SUV and it's all thanks to our friends at RBM of Alpharetta. And if we were able to sell out these 2,500 tickets, we will have surpassed the $1 million mark donated thanks to RBM of Alpharetta. Now, you have, as Kristen said, till October 25th, which signals to you guys, okay, I'll wait till the 24th, (laughs) which would be a mistake because it'll probably sell out around the 21st. So if you have time today or over the weekend, I would go ahead and get your hands on these raffle tickets. I mean, you're never going to be able to buy a Mercedes that has wheels and an engine and a steering wheel (laughs) and stuff for $100. So thank you again to RBM of Alpharetta for helping us out each and every year. And thank you guys for helping out Burt's Big Adventure. All the info, as Kristen said, up online at the Birch Show. No, birdsbigadventure.org. There you go. Okay, so is it a red flag, like a major red flag, or can it be very, very romantic? If you're out on a date with a guy, very first date, and he's like, I don't ever want to see anybody ever again, and I don't want you to see anybody ever again, let's be exclusive. Red flag or romantic? One and done date. You want exclusivity. Has that ever happened to you, Abby? I can't even get to the second date. (laughs) Now, have I made people fall in love on a first date before? Absolutely. But I've never reciprocated it. So if it has ever been brought up, um, I've tried to block it out. Gotcha. (laughs) Vanessa, thank you so much for joining The Burt Show. This is exactly the situation you currently find yourself in. How good was that first date, woman? I mean... (sighs) I don't know what to think, and that's why I'm hoping everybody can help me out a little bit. Um, I mean, because, yeah, I went on this first date with a guy, and he asked me, you know, if I was seeing anyone, and I said I wasn't, but not intentionally, and his response was good. I mean, that he won't date a woman who is seeing other people. And I just, I, it's admirable, but I thought it was odd for him to say on the very first date, you know? Yeah, I would um, say so. 
Yeah. And so he said he wouldn't date more than one person at a time. And that this isn't a statement of how serious the relationship is. It's not a commitment. He just thinks it's disrespectful to the other person to not be able to dedicate a few weeks to focus on getting to know one person. Okay, so Vanessa, I think I'm starting to pick up what you're putting down. It's not that you guys went on one date and he's like, you are the one for me. I only want to date you. I only want you to date me. No, he just has a hard rule when it comes to dating that he doesn't date multiple multiple people at a time and he prefers to date a woman who is also not dating multiple people at a time because he feels it's disrespectful and you should put the focus on where your feet are. Right, because he, he says like, a person can't offer the the attention to the other person. You know, if he, if they can't do that, they should move to someone else. Hmm. So this is I, where I don't hate wanna, this. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, and that's where I'm like, wait a second. But we're supposed to go on a second date on Saturday night, and I I I want to know is he being reasonable? Um, I mean, I don't have anybody else that I'm interested in, but the fact that it like it would be a complete deal breaker, it seems very extreme. So should I go out with him again? I mean, uh, I, yes. I really like him. Okay. I think you should. Uh, this whole thing shifted okay. for me the same way it did for these guys. Once you said his reasoning behind it, I think that's very okay. endearing. Um, I think a lot of guys, you know, there is a certain amount of game playing that goes on whenever you start dating, right? If this guy really had super strong feelings for you, he might have called like his mom and dad and said, hey, I just want to let you know I went out on one date with this girl and I am never going to be with anybody else. But you never tell that to the person because, you know, they're going to be freaked out. Um, in a case like this, him saying that he only wants to focus on you to see if this is a real deal and doesn't want to have like mixed emotions. I think that's a plus way in the plus column. And Vanessa, like it, it, I think it depends on how interested you are into him. Like, is he, is he, is he a catch? Like, do you really like after the first date, can, can you see potential with him? Is he like super hot? I mean, yes, he's, he has a ton of charm. He's super cute. Like I'm, attracted to him absolutely um but you know it was sort of this eye bulging moment when you know he said and maybe it's because i'm not used to a guy saying that at all and having that much i don't know dignity or morality i i don't know i don't know what this is because it's throwing me for a loop but i mean i'm into him Mm -hmm. but i i i don't know is he being so extreme and unreasonable? I guess. I don't know. I don't think it's a, uh, extreme and unreasonable on his part. If that's the way he wants to date, if he really just wants to put all of his energy and focus onto one person, that's his prerogative. Where I have a little bit of a problem is, is you telling me what to do in my dating life. So for me, I think it's actually somewhat healthy in the first couple of dates to have your attention spread on multiple people and to date multiple people because then you don't get so hyper fixated on one person and get too invested too quickly. Hey, Rodney, thanks so much for joining the conversation. You have a take on this, dude? Yeah, I was thinking that maybe there's some history with this guy that maybe there's something in his background where there's either some sort of abandonment issue or somebody left him before, maybe a significant mm. family member or something, and he just feels like he has to cling to somebody once he you know, finds somebody he's interested in. 
I'm not feeling that. I'm not feeling clinginess, man. I think that this is not a strategy, but I think this is a real positive, you know, like rather than try to juggle a whole bunch of different people and you can't focus on it. He's saying, you know what? I don't know what this is going to be, but I at least want to test this thing out. Just you and I until we realize that there's not a chemistry here before I I I like this idea. I mean, I'm not opposed to it. Everybody's entitled to their preference. And Vanessa, you're entitled. If you don't like it, you can very easily walk away. My question for right. you is, it is it because a man's telling you what you can and can't do? I mean, yes, that, that is at the core of this. Okay. For, you know, for sure. And, I, you know, I don't want to be controlled yeah. at all. And, you know, and that's, what I, is this some, is, it, not a little red flag. This is a big red flag that I'm looking in the other direction though. Just so I'm clear, he said he was going to do this, but did he make the same request of you? Oh, yes, yes. I mean, you know. He did. Yes, and I'm not supposed to see anybody. I mean. Yeah, that does, yeah, he, that does change something. Right. He asked, and and he said, well, good, because if I was even, if I had, like, another date planned, you know, that wouldn't have been okay with him. Yeah, that but, changes my attitude about it. Like, if he comes to the table and says, I just want to let you know what my strategy here is, what I'm going to do. Um, but asking you to do the same thing, that does change things for me. I, I didn't catch right. that. Hey, okay, yeah. Hey, Shan, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining the conversation. Your your team, dude that only wants to date one person. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the thing is, is that it doesn't have to be that way forever. But if you're with this guy, like, I think a lot of people forget about, you know, diseases and stuff and, and people are, you know, there's so much infidelity and everything and they're like, oh, I just slept with one person or whatever, but you can really bring some serious stuff home. And I know this is at home for him, for them, but like, it just seems like if you, um, if you are worried about that sort of thing, maybe just for that time, he wants her to be exclusive so that, you know, he's not picking something up or whatever. It might be nasty to him for him mm-hmm. or somebody else to be with other people. Right. And I'm, I'm kind of, I don't, I don't know if I say if I'm shocked, but a lot of the callers are team dude only wants to date one person. Hey, Jazz, what's your take? Hi. Hey. Hi. So um, I feel like it's beautiful and it's super rare to find anybody, specifically a man, who has standards for what he's willing to accept in a relationship because he sounds like he doesn't want to play games. He just wants to make sure that he's even really interested in her. So I don't think he's telling her like, don't talk to nobody. He's just saying what he wants to do and what he's willing to accept. And I think it's grown up and I think it's super rare to find somebody like that. She should invest in it. All right. So if we're going around the room here, our final advice for her, if she was our best friend, what do you say? So if I'm your best friend, I say you go on the second date, like you definitely go this Saturday and feel it out and see if he's being sincere or if he's being controlling. Mm -hmm. And I think you'll be able to pick up on that. Absolutely. Go on the second date, because I think even after the second date, you'll know if you even want to see anybody else, period. So Mm -hmm. you might not even have a problem anyway. I would go on the second date and regardless of how you're feeling, tell him that, hey, I've been thinking about what you said and I understand what you're going to do. I can't really commit to that over the next four weeks, but I understand that this is the way you want to go and see what his reaction is going to be. I think that'll tell you everything. Oh, okay. 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 I will do that. All right. I'll go on the date and I'll let you know how it goes. All right. Godspeed. We'll talk to you Monday. Thanks. It's Bird Show. Get it? The Bird Show. 
Braves got uh, knocked out, man. Three to one yeah, last night. Yeah. Um, not that wasn't the score. That was just Philly won three. Yeah. And yeah. the Braves, Braves won one. Won. So yeah. they're kicked out now. All right. That's the first thing we got to cover. Mm-hmm. Second thing is Abby needs to remind you guys about Taylor Swift and the Eras Tour concert film. Yes. Tomorrow we are getting a big group of Burt Show listeners to a theater here in Atlanta. We are going to be watching the Taylor Swift Eras Tour concert film together. We are going to have so much fun exchanging friendship bracelets and dancing. Like I said yesterday, there will be frivolity and a general sense of girlhood. So if you want a chance to sign up to win, all you got to do is go to theburtshow.com. And today is your last chance to get signed up because you guys are doing this tomorrow. So you can't procrastinate any longer because Atlanta is known to be the city of procrastination. Yes. If you are not driving, you need to do it right now. Yeah. <laughs> right now. <laughs> all right. Let's introduce you guys to Sharif Bell. She is the VP Sh- of Sharitha. 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Let's introduce you guys to Sharitha Bell now, the VP of brand for Discover Atlanta. And the great thing about this time of year here, man, I love fall because there are so many great fall festivals out. You don't have to deal with the humidity. Um, and it's just a wonderful time to be outside. And Sharitha here is going to tell you guys exactly the festivals that you go got to go to around Atlanta. Hey, how are you? Hey, great. How are you? So glad you to be excited. here today. You were excited to talk about the Braves. You're like, I want in on this. I mean, I had a little bit to say, but but I will talk about fall festivals if that's okay. Let's do the thing. Okay. okay. What are the ones you have to go to? So the ones you have to go to. So this weekend, you've got to get to Elevate Atlanta because it actually wraps up on Sunday. Elevate Atlanta has um, the last couple of events that are happening are the Praise Project, the Praise House Project. So that's happening with uh, Emory or at Emory. And then there's a panel with Shanti Dodge. She's talking with some B-boy artists, um, some graphic artists, some muralists. So that has to happen. And it wraps up with a dance party at MJQ Concourse on Sunday night. That you have to do. Um, I'm so out of the loop, I didn't realize that MJQ was still around. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's at Underground. I haven't <laughs> been there in years. Okay. Okay, you got to do it. Um, also tonight, Pride Festival. So yes. if you are not doing anything this weekend or if you have plans this weekend, you still have to fit this in. So Pride Festival starts. It's the largest Pride Festival in the Southeast. So number one. Absolutely amazing for that to be in Atlanta. Number two, it's back at Piedmont Park each October. So this is the 13th through the 15th. And tonight, the official kickoff party is at Georgia Aquarium. Oh, perfect. And we will be there um, Sunday for the Pride Parade because this is the biggest parade in the Southeast. 100,000 people are going to be there. So the Burt Show, Q99.7 and Cupcake Vineyards. We all have a float. Um, Haven't missed a Pride since I moved here to Atlanta 12 years ago. It's one of my favorite events Mm -hmm. of the year. Absolutely. And you know, and you can focus on the parade on Sunday, but the whole weekend yep. is filled with <clears throat> when you go down into Midtown and you start hanging out this weekend, uh, if you're a sensitive person or not, you can feel like the kindness and the love all weekend. Uh, it is just a really fun weekend. There's a lot of drunk people too. A lot of drunk people <laughs> might have something to do with it, but it is a really, really great weekend. Definitely get downtown. They're drunk on love and acceptance, Bert. It's beautiful. <laughs> really? Yes. Is that what they're pouring? Oh, really? Okay. All right. <laughs> Um, want me to tell you more? Because there's a yeah, lot happening. Please. We got okay. plenty of time. Go okay. for it. Okay, so next weekend, so this way we can plan out the entire month. Sound like Let's a plan? go for it. Okay. Next weekend, we've got the Little Five Points Halloween Festival and Parade, October 21st through 22nd. And that people show up and show out, which happens to be the theme of Pride this year, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> See, you got that before I did. <laughs> That's kind of funny to me in, in Little Five because really, like, every weekend is kind of Halloween in Little Five. <laughs> 
lose my headphones. But at least it's way. official it's now. So true. Yeah. Well, and the other great thing about that is they open up the bars and the restaurants, mm-hmm. and they do all types of different things throughout the city or throughout that little neighborhood. And I mean, just all of these festivals are neighborhood festivals, so they yeah. make them really special for all of us as residents, but even visitors that are coming into town too. They get to enjoy everything. So. It's the best people watching you will ever take. It. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. the floats and everything mm-hmm. for Little Five Points Parade are ridiculously awesome. The little ghosts running around, it's cool. <laughs> All right, so tell us about the One Music Fest as well. OMG. So you've been to Pride every single year. I've been to One Music Fest since it was a block party over on the west side. Nice. Absolutely amazing festival. Um, This year, Janet Jackson. We don't mess around when Janet Jackson's going to be a part of something. <laughs> if I didn't have headphones and a microphone, I would have got up and started dancing. <laughs> You're welcome. You are welcome to. I tried to do it all in my seat. <laughs> um, Kendrick Lamar, Elda Barge, that might be kind of speaking to my Damn. time frame. Um, Greg no, Lo- no, no, that's awesome. Man. Okay, thank you. So I'm like, for a minute yeah. there, I had to wonder. Um, Greg Street, Ed Lover, I mean, it's going to be so many different sets. Ooh. And then they're doing a uh, kind of special with this year being the, hip, the 50th anniversary mm-hmm. of hip hop. So it is going to be absolutely amazing two-day event. And where is this all going down? This is all at Piedmont Park. Again, oh, wow. Piedmont it's at Park Piedmont Park. Gonna, so it shifted. Yeah. So for Ooh. those that have been at some of the different locations, mm-hmm. it's been at Centennial Park, and I think it's been um, at Lakewood Amphitheater. This year to be at Piedmont Park is going to be absolutely fantastic. So my ticket just came in the mail yesterday. Nice. I'm so ready. Nice. It's all, my headphones rolling off. Sorry. No, you're good. And um, <laughs> hopefully ever since Music Mudtown, they got some of the grass fixed. Did you say Mudtown? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, yeah, she we did. Kinda, we were, I was there, but I was there two nights, we, we, and we kind of tore that place up. Yeah, <laughs> man. Well, I mean, these are, Atlanta's great with our music festivals, food oh. festivals. I mean, every kind of festivals. I'm sorry, Bert. Go ahead. No, it's okay. <laughs> Thanks for excited. giving me time. <laughs> um, no, no, no. That's the reason why I think for years um, that they moved it away from Piedmont Park yep. because mm-hmm. it was so torn up after people were on there and it got all wet. So uh, I'm glad that they decided, you know what? We'll just take the L for a couple of days yeah. and we'll reseed. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just such a beautiful park. It's one of the most beautiful in Atlanta. We have such great parks. Yeah. And so to have these events there, but then we all, we like to have our fun. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> all right. And then because. Right, we've got about 30. I'm okay. sorry, Kristen. Go ahead. Yeah, so because it's a, uh, it's spooky season. It's spooky season. We got to talk about Oakland Cemetery. Absolutely. Okay. So Oakland Cemetery has the haunted hunt scavenger hunt. That's been, it's actually been going on all month. So we're about halfway through it. You can still participate in that through the end of the month but there's also 17 years of capturing the spirit of Oakland Cemetery so it's not frightening completely as you would expect it is actually enlightening oh Oh. I like that and for those that have never been to Oakland Cemetery you think why would I go like and seek us it's beautiful like it it really is it's gorgeous the history there I think it's like a a must-see if you're in Atlanta and any time of year Mm -hmm. so it's I mean it is going to be wonderful for Halloween of course and for this month but it's actually going to be wonderful all year long all right Sharitha Bell VP of brand for at discover Atlanta I already follow you and I asked I I follow the right one at discover Atlanta. That one's good. <laughs> so this is all awesome. Thank you so much for coming in today. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. You've been really great. Thank you. Get it. The Bird Show.